0: this is an opportunity for the Hammers
1: in the early stages. Noble's let that go to Cresswell!
2: And Aaron Cresswell scores his
3: second goal for West Ham. And what a belter in this month of spectacular goals. Noble did the dummy, and Cresswell drove it with his left foot, right in the top corner. Begovic, fourth stretch here on the goalkeeper's side. Can't get to it. It's been the picture too often this afternoon. Aneltovic, is he going to make it at the third attempt? He has! And Aneltovic has equalised for Stoke in the fifth and last minute of stoppage time. Don't stop,
2: Hello, and welcome to the Newsome on the Brown West Ham podcast. A victorious win? Oh no, it wasn't. Oh no, it wasn't. oh no. For those of you stuck around the game, we have saw we conceded a last minute goal. A okay. game, which, uh, okay, which we're getting very, very used to. But don't worry. A few people came up to us afterwards and said, "Yeah, how are you going to be? going to stay positive after that?" Well, let's find out because I don't know. <laughs> uh, joining me here in the studio, James Longman. Hi. The chief. Don't cheer- stop believing. Big Sam's <laughs> chief cheerleader. <laughs> I've Cat. personally cheerleaded
3: for Big Sam in a lovely little skirt <laughs> for on his honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> while he was
2: watching Taggart. <laughs> so we never got to the bottom of what he watched. Johnny's here in the studio as well. His second appearance this season. He was here at the start of this mess. Rio. Thank you very much. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, you're all right. Uh, I'm absolutely fine as long as it's nothing to do with football. Yeah, that's it. The thing, the sun's out. Then you think sun's oh, out, yeah, guns football.
3: out. <laughs> yeah. Our guns are all
2: out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, what was your Don't Stop Believing story that you just mentioned then?
3: <laughs> so, uh, we make a show called Virtually Famous, which is on E4 mm. tonight, which is Monday night. It'll be repeated, so You can catch it again. Yeah. Kevin Macow is the host of it. He plays a guy in a wheelchair in Glee. He's not really a wheelchair. That's acting. Uh, and he hosts Virtually Famous for us. He's a lovely guy. Wow. That's there you go. a
2: a story for you. There you go. What a story to <laughs> he, start he, the show. He follows, <laughs> uh, anyone who's worried about how, how we're going to keep him upbeat after this will have no doubt... Their spirits will have been lifted by that anecdote. He uh he's a weird American who likes football. He was tweeting a lot during the World Cup. Well, America did well, didn't yeah. they Yeah, did. Tim Howard in particular. There you go. Tim
3: Howard's save, was that that was last week,
2: wasn't it? That was a great save. Yeah. Did you see it? Did you see it? Did you see it? Oh no, yeah, yeah. Was a great he clawed safe. it, he clawed it back from yeah. behind it, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Was a good just to to Someone who's not making great saves at the moment, Adrian, as evidenced by the one-all draw with Stoke, which we're going to talk about in a second, injuries, we'll discuss Big Sam. Uh, That's
3: quite, a, that sounds really harsh what? on Adrian. <laughs> well, it was just, it was it's just a nice really segue, fault, wasn't it? No, no, it was just a nice it, segue. It, it? You well, can't was, let a chance like that pass. It was a pass. vicious
2: segue. <laughs> 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 Bitchy, just, I'm, bitch. <laughs> when it comes to segues, I will grab onto anything. Yeah. Uh, I've been on a Segway and a stag dude. <laughs> <laughs> you look a proper bell. Here's an interesting story. <laughs> the man who invented the Segway fell off a cliff and died while on a Segway. Yeah.
3: He's yep. an Australian guy wasn't it? A couple yeah. of years ago that happened. Yeah.
2: Segways. Lol. Segways, dangerous <laughs> things. That's um. how we'll keep chirpy. We're not talking talk about anything West, <laughs> West Ham related. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone's got any anecdotes about death. Just, or segways. Know, <laughs> or seg- death <laughs> on segways especially. Or dying on the things you invented. <laughs> Rod Hull, television. Yes. <laughs> God rest his soul. Uh, uh, <laughs> Tony Costner. trying to
3: think for someone. Um, right. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio on a
2: door frame in Titanic yeah, he <laughs> invented really the invent door, door frame, he did, did he? Yeah. his grandad
3: did invented <laughs> no door frames
2: yeah someone sent me this well I was having a conversation over the weekend about Tommy Cooper and he actually did die on stage. And I thought Yeah, have you seen it? It's yeah, on and YouTube. I watched it. They sent me it's it today because I was like, no, it doesn't exist. And I watched it, I was like, oh my Everyone, god. Everyone's yeah. laughing because they think it's the thing he's, the you think he's yeah. joking. It's horrible to watch. <laughs> why are we talking about this?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Even that is cheerier than is West Ham's performance on Saturday, talking about watch Tommy it. Cooper it's dying awful. on stage. It's,
4: awful.
2: it's one of the worst it's one of those things that uh, I watched it I thought and then as soon as it ended, I thought, why have I watched that? Tommy Cooper there. And also <laughs> on the podcast today <laughs> From uh, T- another TC, Tony Cotty's gonna be yep, on the CC. Uh, We'll be him. And also Hugh Southen will be joining us. So it's been a while. We haven't had him for a while. It He's has back. been a while. It has been a while. But the dream team has reassembled. We should begin with some feedback. Have we got anything? No, we haven't got anything. But we, well, well, the feedback should be that uh,
3: Rio just told us. What did you tell us, Rio? Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, um, there's. Not f- about
3: your rash,
5: the other thing. Oh, the other thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <yours. laughs> Not the serious thing, <laughs> or the no, light-hearted no, thing no, on the, the forum. Thing, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. the the master chef. Yeah, there's a <laughs> forum member called Leighton Hammer, who's currently in the semi-finals of MasterChef, and yeah. doing very well for himself. He's yeah. uh, standing up a season tick holder, I believe, so very best of him. Yeah, uh, master chef. Yeah, Robert is his mm. proper name. We'll his proper be, name. His cheer,
3: can name. you cheer someone on a master chef? We can. Master yeah. Chief. Yeah. <laughs> Master Chef. <laughs> yeah. Like, good. It's not. be oh, well, it's know, uh, One of those things whenever you see a West Ham fan mm. on TV you always like oh go on mate. Yeah. It always makes you quite happy.
5: Yeah I watched the semi-final of it last night and I was, as soon as he got his chicken Ballantyne out I was going go on my boy. Go <laughs> on son.
3: He was doing I a, a like that she just did Pie and Mash. <laughs> i tell you what, they should get him doing the cooking in the ground for one week. That'd be quite a, fu- quite a funny episode. Oh, like it.
2: doing the, ho- sorting the hot dogs out. Oh, Joe. They want to get him in the Bobby Moore vendor thing And the East End Lower for those, those burgers. I don't understand how you can mess it up so bad.
3: Can I just say, you say that, but every week
2: you have a burger and I'm a late. hot dog. Because I'm late to the game a and burger I haven't eaten And a hot dog. <laughs> that was a one off. That was the Everton game. I had a burger <laughs> and a hot dog. That's because I didn't have any dinner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I might keep it on my journal like a master's. Not only that it kill your guts, that's also uh, like 12 quid. Yeah. The thing is as well, they're really taking the mick out of you because the hot dog thing says it's all about, like the cardboard box that they put in says it's all about the taste. Is it? Because I don't think taste has anything to do with it.
5: They actually <laughs> meant the cardboard box. Yes, yeah. exactly. That tastes better.
2: In comparison to the <laughs> hot dog. Awful business. <laughs> there is another bit of feedback. Russell Brand has some news for us. Yes. He said, quote-unquote... He wants to come on. I know. He keeps telling me he wants to come on. But... But will
3: he come on? <laughs> I don't
2: know. Well, do you think maybe if we put pressure on him, if he heard it from other people than us, that he we want him on here? How... What? We're well, we shouting out in the a, street. Look at what happened to Julian Dix. Yes. Yeah? And look what didn't happen to Christian Daly. <laughs> <laughs> We've had mixed returns when we asked it <laughs> to pester people. Yeah. I mean, that's honest. We'll but, get Russell. Yeah. All right. Well, well, Yeah. Maybe we'll just start Twitter hassling him until, until he agrees to come on. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Any other feedback? Any, any more for any more? No. Do we do want to? So. Is there anything else we can talk about before we have to talk about Stoke?
3: Um. I've, I've had quite a busy day. <laughs>
2: just had a crayfish and rocket sandwich
3: <laughs> <laughs> I had a really busy Sunday I was thinking about it today yeah. I did lots of stuff
5: yesterday yeah
2: that's, so that's why I was a
5: bit tired today <laughs> <laughs> I was worried well, my wedding anniversary on Saturday oh, oh, okay. congratulations. and, uh, and declined that. to celebrate it by going West Ham instead oh yeah. my first love yeah. my only love <laughs> Quite right. West Ham United yeah. <laughs>
3: who did you your cruel mistress yeah. um what did you did you celebrate with your wife in the evening
5: of course not, we, we we didn't win. Yeah, <laughs>
3: and you blame uh, you blame your kid, don't you? Yeah, my son winning? was
5: completely at fault for our uh, demise on Saturday. Oh, uh, really? Why? He said about ten minutes before they equalised, Dad, I can't believe that they've put the ball in the back of the net twice and we are still beating them.
2: <laughs> yeah. So and then look, and then and, look what happened? It's
5: the obvious kiss of death. Yeah, yeah. So oh. her, he's been in the shed all weekend.
2: Yeah, and now your wedding anniversary will forever be remembered in your mind as the day West Ham drew with Stoke.
5: To be honest, the only reason I knew it's my anniversary is because we had Stoke at home. <laughs> I was very unsure of the date until someone said, what are you doing before the Stoke game? I went, I'm in mean, the pub as usual. Went, you did realise you, it's your wedding anniversary? And I had to confess I didn't. I didn't remember a thing. So, yeah. Yeah. So have
3: you made it up to have you taken out for meal or anything?
5: Oh yeah, yeah, not worry. Really. She, she knows a place. <laughs> yeah, lovely. West Ham first. <laughs> West Ham Reserve second. <laughs> Under eighteen is third. <laughs> the kids <laughs> third.
2: great to hear <laughs> 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 so, we well, talking uh, talking <laughs> of
3: uh Wedding versus mm. West Ham Stoke is a miserable match, isn't <laughs> it? <laughs> <laughs> Over a... the years, I've seen some misery like at West mm. Ham Stoke. It's either West Ham it's Stoke or West a... Ham Sheffield United.
2: It's never a fun day, is it? Apart from that one time when Ricardo Fuller, playing for Stoke, hit his own player and got sent off. <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I look at and think that was, that was enjoyable. There's no, it never produces much enjoyment, does it? No. But it started so promising. That first eight minutes was mm.
5: magnificent, then reverted to type. Yeah, and Stoke is the most miserable place on earth. So, the football team is always going to be the same, isn't it? So. Yeah, I made the
3: I made the quip after we scored that I was off, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I should have gone. <laughs> looking <I'm>, back, <laughs> <laughs> looking, <laughs> because i missed. I would have missed absolutely nothing. Yeah, it was. It's very difficult to be optimistic after that performance.
2: Yeah, it's uh, tough, isn't it? I mean, but, now what <laughs> can we take away from it?
3: what good can we let's find good to Aaron take away
2: Cres- from it. oh Creswell needs to take our free kicks
5: we're never going to have to sit through that again
3: <laughs> this year this is good let's do this like a pass to parcel so we'll have to say something positive for that match but <laughs> like yours was Cresswell free quit I'd never never have to sit through that again and mine is um, I had a sprite <laughs> and I don't often have sprite and uh, i enjoyed it do you
2: know what I didn't think at the time it was odd that you had a sprite <laughs>
3: I was hey, really hanging uh, off the and I thought, I, then I'll need to weed you in the match. So I just had a
2: surprise. Yeah. One of the positives was I didn't have a cheeseburger before the game because I managed to squeeze in some lunch. Oh, and that's
5: there always you go. good. Okay. Rio, this is a tough call. I had <laughs> uh, oh, incredibly good rib roll before the game. Oh, well, there you go, rib man. Rib
3: man. Um, I uh, we s- at some stage the sun. Crept around the chicken run, and <laughs> yeah. we had, we were in the sun
4: for a little bit. I actually, got a bit burnt. When yeah. I got... That was a lovely <laughs> moment. <Yeah. laughs> that was good.
3: And I was, blo- I, it was so bright, I couldn't see the football. This, that was a double whammy. Goodness.
2: <laughs> um, what we, went wrong? What went wrong? So one criticism you often hear is that we sit back on a on a lead. Rio, where do you stand on that?
5: I don't necessarily think this season it's sitting back. For the last few weeks, for me, it's been the fact that the midfield has been non-existent <coughs> and you you can't compete against teams with they're not the greatest players on Zonzi and Adam but we allowed them to dominate mm. and every time we did get the ball I thought, well, Noble I thought had an absolute shocker mm. he just gave the ball straight back every single time and invited mm. the pressure on mm. so I mean I don't think I don't think I don't think he's sitting back I just think it's netness in midfield mm. it's just it's not befitting the kind of side that we've been brought up on on strong midfielders and dominant and combative Mm. we're just giving away possession like like the Kansas of Sprite
2: yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) it was a the midfield was non-existent and there was a remarkable lap we played almost like we were fighting relegation like the the second half the confidence just seems as like you could see it visibly falling out of players like every ball we were slicing the balls we were kind of every time we cleared it we cleared it straight to them, we weren't passing it around It was like we were fighting relegation. It's a really odd match mm. to watch for where we are in the league ninth with with i know not much to play for, but to finish well, and we've had a relatively good season, and you just mm. think what's happened where you can't even pass the ball, what's <laughs>
2: happened. Do you think it's confidence? Do you think we can get, just get the jitters in the last moments of games because we've got this run of conceding late and everyone kind of feels like they know what's coming, Rio?
5: I, well, I think the whole situation around the club at the minute with the uncertainty over the manager, uh, the fans been very much divided. Mm. I think that's filtering that through, and yeah, what we've uh, record this season mm. of conceding late goals, it's just a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as like the last like the referee uh, puts up the ball for added time, it's not how many minutes, it's how many clear-cut chances your opposition are going to get. Mm. Uh, it's there's no confidence whatsoever throughout the team, the fans. It looks like the manager, definitely the board. Now, it's not
2: a nice place to be at the moment. Mm. Have you lost your confidence, James? I felt pretty uh,
3: defeated after. Saturday there was that real moment where if we'd won that we'd have come away going that was poor but we won you yeah. know and that would have that changes your mood so much mm. from the buoyant bouncing of three mm. points we didn't deserve it ha ha, to suddenly oh another <laughs> rubbish match where yeah. we lost in the last minute we lost a guy in the last minute and it does and it, it makes it very hard and I've obviously been very pro Sam from a start really and I, I find it, it suddenly becomes really hard to defend him when for some reason no one seems to be trying, mm. in fact, I say no. I thought with defence generally were pretty good mm. on Saturday, but they must think, "Oh, here we go again," mm. you know, and they're not getting any protection. The midfield just seemed pathetic, and they were clearing it long because there's no one moving for them, you know. And remember at the start of the season, every time Adrian had the ball, Song would drop for him. Mm. You know, he wanted the ball all the time, Song and on Saturday he did it once and he mm. didn't get it <laughs> like yeah. he didn't. the ball didn't go to him it's a real loss of confidence in there and I can't really explain it I guess I mean I can explain it we're on a terrible run mm. you know so there must be an element of that but you'd think after the you know the Sunderland win we'd have got a little bit of momentum back up but again it's just pretty poor
5: mm. yeah I so individually you can't fault any of our defenders on Saturday but the fact of the matter is, they was cutting through us at will for the last 15 minutes. Mm. And it was just a matter of when and how many they scored. Mm. And it was only denied by a couple of offside decisions, the woodwork. Mm. Uh, it's, it's not great. It's not great at all. Yeah,
3: mm. you can't say he didn't deserve it as much as I hate to say it. Yeah. He definitely uh, deserved <laughs> the point, probably all three on the
2: balance. But it was an uh, unbelievable finish for the goal, Rio. Like uh, I a mean, great, great shot. To get, to get that in from there.
5: Yeah, but you um, don't have enough practice, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You've been tearing it up, you're right. <laughs> yeah.
3: it's a, and, and this isn't a big thing, because I don't go on about it, because I know I have my little rants, but I thought the ref no, was, we go. was <laughs> appalling. Yeah, Like, it was stopping everything. The yellow card seemed pathetic, you know, for nothing. And he didn't seem to give us any many decisions. And then just the five minutes on the end was just another <laughs> thing where we go, oh, you know, it... it I don't know whether I start to get more critical because it's been more frustrating of late, mm. and maybe I do get more critical mm. of rest because that. But they just—the last batch just seems to have been poor for everyone.
5: Mm. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's been a shocking year for refereeing, and um, this guy—I think it was Ray East, wasn't it? Yeah. Right? Mm. He took the absolute biscuit on Saturday yeah. when Colton got strangled in in the corner yeah. just before the end, and he he got booked for it <laughs> for not even strangling himself. He yeah. Was like, yeah. You know,
2: some odd decisions, actually. Yeah, we're a weird ref, wasn't it? It was really like everything. Mm. The yellow cards were weak. Yellow
3: cards. Mm. There was one where he played, he played advantage for him for about five minutes, and then mm. brought it back for a free kick. Mm. it's consistency, isn't it? And then he did. We had exactly the same r end, and he didn't mm. give it. It's just all of these things where you think, where's the consistency with a referee, in? and who answers to it? Because they're mm. just faceless people who disappear. Yeah, yeah. you That's know. I just think it's. I think that standard referee in this season has been appalling, but that's obviously not to blame because we're rubbish. But that's a, that's another bugbear.
2: You said you mentioned there a couple of like if we'd have won one nil, you walk away and you think, well, we were rubbish, but we won. Thinking about thinking back to our last few wins, like um, uh, the Sunderland game, for example, and the new I think it was Newcastle where we won one nil. They were both terrible wins as well, Rio. Yeah. Do you think? I mean. Are, they, are those recent wins, including the Sunday one, are they masking the, the fact that we are, just since Christmas, awful? Yeah, absolutely.
5: Mm. Um, and you can't even take the fact that Tottenham away, we deserve three points, because mm. we pretty, really will. Mm. But those performances away from home are few and far between. Mm. Um, the performances at home since Christmas have just been, by and large, awful. We're just in a complete rut. The season can't end quick enough, we need to refresh, Mm. we need to get, I think, at least six new players in, Mm. uh, because we're lacking in a lot of areas, and teams have found us out, and we just haven't got got an answer to how they're combating us, Mm. and we're getting overrun by poor, poor teams, Mm. really, and poor, poor players, and if it wasn't for the fact that we did start the season so well and so upbeat, and I think... It could have been a mass suicide at Upton Park by January but it wasn't for that. <coughs> mm. so,
3: and let's so let's talk about um Sam and his tactics and the substitutions. I mean there's a lot of criticism, even more so in the in the current age where everything's analysed so much. Mm. Like the formation wasn't quite it was a team, it was the best team out there as far as we're all mm. concerned as fans. They'd start in eleven were the eleven we would have all gone for. That's what everyone's yeah. crying out for. Yep. Yeah. And yet it didn't work. And and why is that? Is that because he was playing Valencia wide and down in kind of wide rather than it was kinda of, people were in quite <coughs> weird positions. And mm. so that made it difficult for Cresswell and Jenkinson to get up the flanks. You know, he wasn't playing the formation that's done so well for mm. us this season. And I just I can't understand that. I don't know, maybe he you know something I don't. Mm. But when it's been working so well the first half of the season, why change it now we've got the eleven we all want to see on the pitch?
5: Mm. I don't know if it's due to Sam. I think it might be a little bit of player power involved as well. Mm start the season when karate was sitting in front of the back four he looked immense Mm. and he seems to be moved forward a little bit which i can't really understand when you've got song in a side Mm. but he's been moved forward a bit a bit and quite and he's like he's getting up and down the pitch he's getting goal chances he's got a few and noble's playing that role in front Mm. of the back four and fine, He, he can do it at times but since since his injury at christmas he's come back and he's been shocking Mark Noble and it's sad to see he's been absolutely Mark Noble
2: especially to single a player out was awful on Saturday in terms of losing the ball frequently and and kicking the ball backwards not not moving it forward it's almost like he was afraid James
3: I don't know it's just having the options isn't it we we always say that Noble (laughs) as soon as he gets the ball it slows our play down Mm. it does slow our play down if that was Nolan on there instead of Noble it'd get people would be booing Mm. but because it's noble he's got he gets a lot more he's got many more Lee chances way, yeah. but he's not playing we all love him he's not playing very well Yeah. and whether that's his you know it's a drop of form or confidence or you know not getting the options going forward mm. I don't know but they're not clicking as
2: a midfield unit the mm. defence were exposed over and over again and now joining us on the show he's back after a little break but he's the in our eyes the godfather of this show please welcome back Hugh Southen of Claret and Hugh
0: Hi, Chris. How are you doing?
2: How are you? How are you?
0: I'm oh, great, mate. I'm great. I had a very good Grand National before we got any further. I think you did too, didn't Yeah, you? I
2: did, on your, on your behest. Many yeah, clouds, I yeah? Mean, top I, tip.
0: Well, I didn't check it for the obvious reasons, um, because there's many clouds over West Ham. I tipped it because I always stop it, uh, <laughs> because it came out top of the ratings. But, uh, yeah, i that in the Gold Cup winner, so I'm um, doing good. Doing right. good. Excellent.
2: Yeah, but, well, you're doing well. One man who isn't doing as well, Big Sam. I mean, he's under a lot of pressure, uh, Hugh. I think it's, is it fair to say you're not his biggest supporter? Do you think the end is nigh for him?
0: Um, I wrote a piece on the website the other night. Um, I'm not going to try and the and, and, and lily, but, I mean, I've been called a Sam hater. Chris, I just want to put the record straight, straight away. I don't hate anybody. I'm too old to hate anybody, and I don't think I've ever hated anybody in my life. Um, He's not my cup of tea. I don't like his football particularly. I think instinctively, uh, you know, he's a man who gets it forward quick with one-up. And and, and it's not my cup of tea. i wasn't the way I was brought up at West Ham. And he said all that. Um, You know, he has done a great job. I think, you know, whilst he's been there, he brought in Nolan uh, when we didn't know who was going to... Take over from Scotty Parker, he gave us actually, so credit where it's due. But um, I think he's limited, and I think his time is up, yes. I mean, everything I'm hearing, like most other people, is that uh, it's time to move on. You know, everything needs freshening up. Thanks, Sam. Shake hands. Let's all be friends. Goodbye, all the best, and uh, let's get somebody else in.
3: And who, you, who are you thinking is the, is the next step?
0: I think they want David Moyes, and, and, and what's interesting about that is that Sean, Sean Whetstone, is the associate editor of Clare Do. View. Now, uh, he did some research the other day, and we got a story up this evening. Sam's been called this very safe pair of hands, Chris. People, as you know, are constantly saying, oh, he's going to keep us up, he's the only one who can keep us up, etc., etc. Actually, David Moyes' win record across his career... It's considerably greater than Sam's. The the story's on the site now if anybody wants to check it out. And interestingly, so is Marcello Bianosa, who I know they really, really like, and who has a tremendous record internationally. And, of course, this year over in France at Marseille. Mm. They've both got very good records. Now, Moise may not play particularly um, attractive football, although he is, I think, a bit more adaptable. But i tell you what, Chris, I think uh, my answer would be great fun. I think he would be fun for a couple of years. I really do.
3: But do you think the chairman are going to go with someone who's fun, Hugh, with this precarious <laughs> stage
0: in our, in yeah, our development? I don't, think, I don't think it's just a case of him being fun. What I meant by him being fun is that he is a, he's a very, very media-conscious guy. He has had press conferences go on for two hours. He makes sure that he answers every single question that's asked. Um, his football is high-pressing football. Um, he, he He's a very attacking coach. He has got a 62% win record with Argentina, which you might say isn't hard. It is Argentina. Mm. He's got a 52% win record with um, at Chile. He has got a 385 win record with uh, Atletico-Torbao, which isn't bad, given the strength of that league. And this year, out in France, where he's just a couple of points behind PSG and Monaco, which ain't bad, with a club like Marseille, he's got a win record of about 58. Mm. So, he's nobody's mug, Chris. Yeah. No, and no, and, I think,
3: and, and do, But, Hugh, do you think, I mean, obviously, you're, you are you know David Goldberg well, do you think they would take a chance on him? That's a big question. Would mm. they take, take a chance on a manager the fight, like him? He's in the frame,
0: Chris. Yeah. Uh, I mean, all I'm going to say to is he's in the frame. Um... You know, they have said consistently, oddly enough, ironically rather than oddly, they have said, um, we want somebody with Premier League experience, and we want somebody who speaks English. Now, mm. let me tell you, I don't think the French League and the and, and, and managing Argentina, I know you've got the best of the, the, best of the nation, I don't think it's too big a stretch to ask him to come here, as other foreign coaches have, mm. and do it. Um, and... And and also, um, how can I put this, Um, I think there is, um, I think it's quite well known that he is ready to learn English very quickly. Let's just leave it at that.
4: Mm. Now,
0: whether he gets it or not is another thing. All I said was it would be fun. I mean, personally, I don't mind the idea of David Moyes. I mean, that, that, that doesn't fill me with any great anxiety um, because I think he is quite adaptable. I think he can play difference along. Um, he has he was chosen as the Manchester United man. He had a 52% win record there, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Um, you know, so I don't know. Blitch is most certainly not in the frame. He's admitted that he's. Well, he said that today to a Turkish newspaper. Mm-hmm. There have been no talks. I know personally that they're not looking at him. And I hope that didn't sound conceited, but that's. Only what I've been told. So, you know, if we don't get Moise, we're looking, I think, at Bielsa. We're certainly not looking at Glen Hoddle. There's no way Glen Hoddle will be brought in. Um, I do have to wonder very slightly and worryingly, perhaps, whether it could be uh, Steve McLaren if they don't oh, go up. I go don't off. know. Yeah. But. I think he refused this last year on time, anyway. Mm. But, I, I mean, I'm just trying to make you depressed,
2: Chris, really. <laughs> with it. Uh, there's one All name... Right, that... I always... Go on, mm? No, go on. I was going to say, there's one name that hasn't come up so far, but is, is heavily touted, that that of Rafa Benitez. What Where do you, no, where do you like think they stand on that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I,
0: I, wrote this, I think I wrote the first story about this. And basically... The information i had then was that he wouldn't look at us unless we started talking at six million pounds a year mm. um they glanced a little bit at that one um and it became quickly it, it became very apparent his family's in liverpool anyway it became very apparent very quickly and he wanted liverpool or manchester city or a bigger club than west ham mm. so you know, everybody keeps raising Rafa, but I, I don't think Rafa, well, I, from everything I'm told, um, it's, just, it's just not going to happen. Mm. Um, you know, so uh, the only two names that I know, and they're not, they're not new, and we've discussed them, that I know really that are being seriously looked at at the moment are Moyes and Mielsa. Whether David Moyes wants to come at this point, who knows? Mm. You know, that, that, I don't know. And, and but,
3: Q, how, how long do you think a new manager will have to bed in before the fans start getting <clears> tired? So, <throat> say we say we're ten matches into the season. We've got Moyes. We kind of it's been two wins, a couple of draws, mainly losses. You know, when did the Sam outpo, Sorry, the Moyes outpoles start.
4: Mm.
0: Well, I, I think we jump in a few levels there, Chris. <laughs> I mean, uh, when he took over at Everton, I think in his first season they finished 17th. This is another mm. story that's on the site. After he had been given a season 18 months to bed down, they were holding top 10 positions regularly um, throughout his time there. Um, mm. The other good thing about Moyes uh, is that he does give youth a bit of a go, doesn't he? Mm. I mean, who have we had come through from our youth yeah. squad? In the, we haven't. I mean, he, he was partly responsible for ruling. Uh, he was partly responsible for Barkley we won't say too much about um, Jack Rodwell Um, Mm. but certainly players will come out of the youth and he he takes a keen interest in it and we want whether it's going to be David or David Moyes or not Mm -hmm. we need somebody with that kind of attitude towards the club I mean you know I get very good when I don't see West Ham youngsters coming through because that's how I grew up. I grew up with mm. people coming through,
2: you know? In, um, in kind of Big Sam's defence though, I hear this criticism that, that you know he hasn't brought any young players through and you mentioned Rooney and Barkley kind of there. I mean, they're great players and you look at the, the all the players that have come through West Ham recently from Zavon Hines who apparently kind of get, get in the Bradford team and this the, all the recent kind of play, academy players, they haven't gone on to achieve anything anywhere else and no. I wonder whether we could lay that blame on the manager's door or whether that's just the well, my, of I
0: mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm. I'm going to say this: we've got a new generation coming through. Let's mm. assume, let's be fair to Sam Allardyce, and mm. say that there's, a mis, there's been a misgeneration that we've not had any come through. Mm. Fair enough. That's either down to our scouting policy mm. or or whatever. Um, but we have now. Now, I'm not going to tell you who told me this, but it was somebody that I've got tremendous respect for. They are expecting Reece Oxford to make a huge impact next season, and we've got so many central defenders. You mm. know, given their situation this year, the last is ridiculous. Mm. They're expecting to make a great impact. My immediate question was, well, have you got to cut the games this year because there's not much to lose anymore? And I was told, no, manager won't play him. He's too young. And, and now, look, that's only what I'm being told. Now mm. we know that Reece has been given a huge contract for a kid of his age. Mm. and we know that we've managed to keep him out of the hands of people, clubs like Chelsea, Arsenal, Manchester City. What is there to lose in throwing the kid on? What mm. is there to lose in throwing Burke on? I, I, you know, I, mean, I don't get it, really. Why not just for 10 minutes here and there? Mm. You doesn't give them a chance at all.
2: Well, It, um, might, <clears throat> it might certainly help our cause at this state, stage of the season. It can't be much worse than it is right now
0: can't do any harm can it and it, it must help them a bit they get yeah. a little bit of a taste of it you know yeah. but no you know 70 minutes oh hello Carlton. you know um, <laughs> sorry but you know what I'm saying don't you, you know mm. and okay. I don't want to. I'm not I'm not even stick the boot in the shower I'm <laughs> really not but um you know you ask the question yeah okay let's say there has been that misgeneration Chris but we've got some good youngsters there now who are sitting on the bench look they're good enough to sit on the bell they're good enough to be in the squad they're good enough for us to get on. Mm. Why, are they, why
2: are they sitting on the bench if they're not good enough? Mm. Take that on board. Thanks very much for joining us, Hugh. Good Pleasure to, to speak to you again.
0: Chris. Cheers, Hugh. And you, buddy. You well, take care of yourself. We'll keep
2: our beady eyes on Moyes to see what he's up to.
0: Absolutely. All right, Chris. All right. Nice Bye, to mate. talk to you, mate. Speak to you Cheers. later. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.
2: Where do you so where, where do you stand, Rio, on on the youth that's coming through? And you know, are they good enough? Is it is it Sam's fault? Is he holding them back? Is he not capable of bringing young players? To them? Absolutely not.
5: I mean, as we said, look at the players who have come through the last ten years. Mm. The last one who really has made an impact is Tomkins. Mm. Since then, they've been given chances. Stanley's mm. less, Hinds. There's been a few. No one stood out, and they've all gone on to careers, but lower league. Mm. and that's as good as they will ever get yeah. I'm afraid to say yeah. so the future is looking better now I mean we heard the likes of Reece Oxford's doing very yeah. well Oscar Borg mm. uh, the, on the Racy who signed the contract yeah. on Saturday mm. all supposed to be really highly rated but he's taken an absolute overhaul of the youth system mm. to do that Yeah. and with Tony Car moving upstairs mm. there was something obviously amiss which has mm. been addressed and it's long overdue Yeah.
3: But Hugh was making a point that um, we've got nothing to lose this season. Why don't we put some youth in? What's your What's your take on that?
5: The one I'd like to see play is Poyo. and it, we didn't yeah. even bring him through. We bought him. Yeah. Um, the rest of them. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Oxford get a go. He's been on the bench a couple of times. Yeah. Mm. But um, what with the atmosphere around the club at the moment, do you really want to throw the kids in into that kind of hostile mm. environment where? They might not necessarily get booed, mm. but the senior players might, and it's going to affect their confidence.
3: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? it? You know, we're sat here negatively talk about things like this. We are ninth. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perspective. it. We are ninth. Yeah, but we just drew with Stoke, mate.
2: In the yeah, last but we minute. we always
3: draw with Stoke.
2: Yeah, but you know it's a tough run, playing devil's advocate. We're ninth. we the sun's out. I know. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, just just touch on this youth thing a bit. I yep. I'm on side with Big Sam. I think Big. I don't think it's fair to say Big Sam doesn't bring these kids through because none of them have achieved anything. Like then, none of them are playing in the Premier League now, and it's you can't say that's his fault. And in terms of poiette like he's getting left out of the team. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's Sam's fault. I, I trust in his ability to judge a player and I assume Puyet isn't good enough yet to get in the team. I don't see why. Why would Sam help hold him back? if, if he...
3: Yeah, I think if you're good enough, you'll get in with him. Yeah. I think that's it. But it, then, it's, then it's a question of does he have an interest in bringing him through? That's the other question, which mm-hmm. he's always attacked with. It maybe he doesn't have an in- I don't know. Maybe he doesn't have an interest in the youth system. Maybe, you know, some managers, yeah. like Zola, for instance, as Collison mm-hmm. said on here the other week, Zola loved... You know, mentoring those lads and mm. bringing them through. And maybe Sam isn't bothered about it. I don't know. I don't know
2: the answer to that. Mm. Um, what about David Moyes, Rio, the name that came up then?
5: Uh, well, I'm not adverse to him in, in such, but what you're going to get is another version of Sam. Mm. Um, he doesn't play the kind of the expensive football that mm. our fans seem to be clamouring for at the moment. He's just a safe option. Mm. It would be stability. But, I mean, Everton fans
2: turned on him because they found it dull and boring. Mm. And he was playing a lot of long ball football. But, I mean, this is what he does at United, wasn't it? There was that famous game where they had like the record amount of long balls into the, not long, but diagonal crosses into the box. Like, he's a man, James. Who he's plays. a man. He's a man. He's, got <laughs> he's a man. But he plays this tactics. He
3: plays the same as Sam's tactics. Yeah. Someone, someone made a point say uh, that, that uh Van Holt is now playing with the players that Moyes bought. Yeah, you yeah. know, and than the players and getting that he bought and getting results, so there is an element inside of me that says, "Man, you wouldn't have hired Moyes if he wasn't a great manager." There is an element of me that says that, um, but I can't. He's not someone I can get excited by. <laughs> Benitez excitement. Semi, he's got a big old potato head. No, because he's got, because he's got a track record. But I never liked Benitez. I thought he's a moaning red-faced potato, potato potato-headed
2: muppet. You can't pick a manager on the basis of is he likable. No, you can on
3: head shape. (laughs) Julier <laughs> uh, had a giant head. I ago. mean, Sam's got a big old bonce on him, but <laughs> yeah. Liverpool yeah. managers generally have massive heads.
5: So basically we're going for a smaller-headed <laughs> option. Yeah, yeah, Padre
3: had quite a small head, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Steve Bruce. Viera. Very oddly Viera's shaped has got head. a perfectly round head. Yeah.
5: The thing with Steve Bruce's head is that it's malleable. It's like a plaster <laughs> thing; road, yeah. You can it's shape blader. it to however blader, you want.
3: It's Blader, isn't it? Yeah. he's like some, He goes out robbing, but nobody knows no, his yeah. head him. He changes his face someone else. Because they don't have the photo fit
2: bits to make steve bruce i would also <laughs> so like to point out i'm not advocating
5: steve bruce on the straight that his head's malleable I'd keep him away from our club but <laughs> that option's yep. there
3: yeah i know i can't it's like be also i can't see the chairman gambling mm. on a foreign manager when their track record is all you know relatively safe bets mm. and with a year to go before we move into big stadium, we need to be in the premiership. So I can't see them gambling. If Sam, if we'd gone on a big, good run here Mm. and Sam, you know, had won most of these matches and drawn Mm. and it'd been good football, then I thought it would be very, very hard to twist. Mm. Now after Saturday, I can't see if they do
2: change him, which it looks likely, it will be a Moyes. I can't see past that. Um, Two wild card entries, two two managers who have a history of West Ham. Alan Pargey firstly, how would you feel about that? Just out of interest, Rio.
5: I think he's done an exceptional job at Newcastle, first of all, and mm. especially at Palace. But never go back. Really, <coughs> never go back to a man who, for Mascarino wasn't as good as the Mullins. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think he was just loyal, wasn't he? I think that was the thing. He mucked it up.
3: That's why I'm. I'm still angry at him. I'm still bitter about him because he mucked that up. Yeah, that could have been a good run for us, and he could have been a good manager for us, but he mucked it up.
2: The thing is, well, we were saying that he's the last manager to have chanted Alan Pardew's Clarenville Army, wasn't it? I don't think we've had a manager since Pardew who's had that respect <laughs> from the fans.
5: But you got to look back. Apart from that year, when we did go up mm. and we had a fantastic season, getting through mm. to the cup final, we was playing great football. The years in the championship were awful. Yeah, awful. And it, some of the football was worse than we're getting now. Yeah. yeah, A lot worse.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I remember a 0-0 with Cardiff. Uh, once
5: uh, a particular game against Stoke which yeah, Stoke. Oh, lingers Rotherham. long in the memory.
2: I remember Rotherham at home was it 1-0 we lost or something on a, on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> it was like minus It was some dreadful.
3: Yeah, but Championship's so much fun. It's real, <laughs> yeah. it's it's real football. Idiots forget. <laughs> who is idiots who say that?
2: And wind me up. Oh yeah, we won more games. Really? It we finished like 6th. Third and
5: fifth, yeah. it's awful. Yeah, but every game that we had, which was memorable and amazing, there was ten equally <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: for every for every great goal there was a Marlon Harewood into Rose Zed near the corner flag. Yeah, Marlon, well OIP. And now, welcome back on the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast. I've actually lost count of how many appearances uh, this next man has made, but welcome back, Tony Cotti.
1: How you doing, guys?
2: You okay? Yeah, very well. Pleasure to have you on. Um, not so pleasurable at the moment to watch West Ham United play football. Um, one all with Stoke on, on Saturday, TC. What, what did you make of it?
1: Well, Obviously, I didn't see the game while I was there. Uh, I had the, had the privilege, or well, it's not quite the right word, of Leeds and Cardiff. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope you took a tin hat,
2: Leeds,
3: Cardiff. <laughs> it's our bodyguard. Yeah, well, there, no,
1: there, there was no away fans, so I was okay, I was pretty safe <laughs> oh, on Saturday. Um, so I, I didn't get to see the game live. Um, obviously, saw the highlights. Uh, I use that word loosely, obviously. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I spoke to a few of my friends and some family who went to the game and. They said that the boys done okay for the first sort of 10-15 minutes got the goal and then after that it was all sort of downhill and you know you could tell by the highlights that stoke sort of he certainly deserved to draw the game and probably deserved to win the game so mm-hmm. yeah all in all, all in all another disappointing finish to a match you know there's been quite a few games recently where we've been in front and obviously not gone on and got the points that we mm-hmm. we should have got so you know a, a a disappointing result but at least i suppose you could say like we didn't lose the game and you know stoke are still below us
2: yeah, that's true. I mean, um, Big Sam is under a lot of pressure at the moment. Where do you stand on his future at the club? Do you think he should he should remain in charge beyond the summer?
1: Well, I've been sort of quite clear in my feelings about it. I, I, I must admit, I find the whole situation completely farcical. I really do. Mm. I think it's crazy. It's madness. Um, you know, I mean, first and foremost, the, the, the one thing you don't want at a football club is uh, uncertainty as soon as you've got uncertainty it's an excuse for everyone and you know i think we've seen in the performances over the last few weeks here you can see that sort of creeping in all 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 around the club really Mm because people don't know where they stand you know everyone's probably you know the backroom staff are probably all fearful for their job because if the manager goes there's obviously changes you know the players that are who's going to be in charge next year so it just i i just don't understand it i think um when we was doing well, I mean, obviously we was in a, a false position around about Christmas time, but just after Christmas, when we pretty much assured ourselves of um, survival this year, if you like, I think personally, I think the bull should have given Sam a contract. I, you know, if I'd have been in charge, I would have given him uh, this season plus next season, and you know, almost into the first year in the Olympic Stadium as well, because you know we need we need stability at the club. We can't keep changing managers. Um, you know, it's all well and good saying, well, let's get rid of Big Sam and let's get this. Trendy foreign manager in, whoever it might be, and you know, we're, everything will be good because it might not let's not forget this is the same ball who appointed Avram Grant, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. before Sam Allardyce who was yeah. absolutely hopeless. So, you know, I think you've got to be careful what you wish for. I don't understand it, I really don't. We need stability. Big Sam, you can criticise him for certain things, but the one thing you will assure West Ham fans of is Premier League football, which is what we need going at the Olympic Stadium. So, mm. you know, I, I don't understand all what's going on, and you know, the other. Feeling that I've got is that obviously if you don't want the manager, get rid of the manager. Don't Mm. keep everyone in in suspense about what's you know it's like a pantomime. We're all trying to work out what's going to go on at the end of the season. It's ridiculous.
2: Mm. I mean, from a player's perspective, do do you think that uh, this kind of poor run of results we've been on is down to that kind of uncertainty around the future of the manager?
1: It doesn't help, that's for sure. Mm. Um, I've already said the players. You know, they'll be sort of thinking who's going to be in charge next season. the one thing I suppose you can congratulate the club on is tying down, you know, James Tompkins Mark Noble, Winston Reid on long-term deals, which is great for everyone. Um, but I, I think as a player, I mean, players are players are selfish and they sort of get on with it. They're in their own little world. But you know, I just think, unfortunately, we're sort of in a in that sort of mid-table position that you know, West Ham don't normally get. In really, <laughs> we're normally fighting relegation yeah. or whatever, you know, or trying to get out of the championship. Mm. <clears throat> so uh, it's, it's sort <laughs> of a uh, a position that we're not really used to being in so early in the season. And, uh, you know, it could have been no so different. You know, I was at the Tottenham game where we could have won and I was at the Man United game where we could have won and we could have had uh, quite a few more points. Mm.
3: Yeah, and what, what if if Big Sam does go, what is your take on someone like Moyes taking over? Because from our point of view, it's kind of a similar... It feels like a sidestep.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I think the, you know, if you're going to look for a British manager the glamour appointment would probably be Eddie Howe but you know, is Eddie Howe going to leave Bournemouth I don't think so not especially mm. if they get promotion so you know you've got um, David Moyes um, I don't know Steve McLaren might be available I don't know I'm just sort of throwing in some mm. British names that might be available at the end of the season but you know I, I mean it's not a bad thing in my opinion you know if we, if we do go for David Moyes I don't, that's, I don't see that as a bad thing um, you know, because I, I I keep coming back to the, the the business side of things, and you know I know football is football, but from a business point of view, we must retain our Premier League status. So, if we get someone like David Moyes who assures us of that, then you know I don't I don't see that as too much of an issue. I like David Moyes as a person. I I like what he did at Everton. Um, you know I think he's done a really good job. He built the club. He brought through some good uh, younger players and etc. So you know, it made some really good signings as well from lower league clubs. So you know, I don't see that as a problem if Moore's Moorsworth's coming.
2: Um, one man is being linked to. I believe you shared a West Ham dressing room with Slavan Bilic. Would would you give him the nod?
1: Um, I've got to be honest with you. If if there was, if we decide we're going to go uh, down the forum route, which you know it all seems to be trendy nowadays to do that, doesn't it? I you know I would personally have Slavan as my number one choice. Wow. Um, you know, obviously I, I was a teammate with him back in the 90s. He's a great, great lad. He really is. He's, uh, I mean, what I liked about him was his British mentality. When he arrived, he, you know, he, he mucked in with the lads. He spoke fantastic English. He had a drink and a fag at the back of the bus with everyone else, <laughs> as you did in the 90s. And so no, he, he just was, um, he was a real character. You know, he was, he was an excellent player. And you know, you could look back and say, you know, perhaps moving to Everton wasn't, you know, the best move that he would made as a player, but. I really got on well with Slavin and, and you know, if there's anyone going to come in as a foreign manager, you know, what I would like is someone to come in who, who actually understands what it means to be part of West Ham United Football Club. Mm. Could you get someone like Avram Grant who, he just didn't have a clue, he had no idea what it meant to the fans yet, you know, no ideas, nothing, he, he didn't bring anything to the table and the mm. last thing you want is to appoint someone like him who yeah. doesn't bring anything. With Slavin you're going to get passion. You're going to get someone who's proved himself. He's he done brilliant as Croatia manager. He's at the Test now. I think isn't he doing well? So, mm. you know, why, why not Southern Billings? Why have we got to look for someone who, who, who if you ask mm. them, we you know what's West Ham Football Club? They, they don't know the answer. They don't. They're probably just about know we play in the Premier League. And mm. I'm, I'm fed up with you know looking at people that don't care about the football club. We need to get people in the club that care about the club.
2: Mm great um, interesting there you said uh, a player who left West Ham for Everton and it uh, wasn't the best move um, <laughs> <laughs> to, to, yeah. I don't know how to it say why anyone would in do cheek it a
1: tongue-in-cheek statement don't worry
2: <laughs> <laughs> excellent thanks very much TC cheers guys Thomas, oh, thank you see you. Thanks. see you later bye do you know what, he's, he's, hearing TC say that has turned ch- my mind a little.
3: Also, hearing, he's such a good bloke, isn't he, TC? Hearing him talk about Moyes made me think, oh, actually, Moyes isn't a bad shout. <laughs> <laughs> he's not like really, really, re- uh, that's really reassuring for me. He's going to bring some youth through, you know. Oh, a little bit. Everything's over at TC. Yeah, <laughs> when when right. I'm down, I'm, I'm, right. I'm going to give TC a shout. <laughs> <laughs> I'd call him about anything. <laughs> I've got, uh, oh, I've got problems with my missus uh, TC what do you reckon
2: well you know he's pretty more vision to say. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah if you're ah, gonna but, go down the foreign route <laughs> go. <laughs> go Latvia
2: <laughs> I like, know oh, this girl she's got great work ethic. <laughs> <laughs> she plays <laughs> fantastic English <laughs> <laughs> it's really reassured, oh, it's, it's she'll funny, have a fag with the boys down yeah. the back of the bus yeah. <laughs> it's funny because it, it's right oh, about and, and,
3: you know uh, Ria and I were talking about it earlier it's it's kind of right about it doesn't help this contract thing that the chairman mm. do where it's like well we don't discuss it to the end of the season it doesn't help it doesn't help anyone mm. because f- from Christmas onwards there's constantly been questions about the contract mm. and it's constant it's not just one off it's constantly and it just becomes a talking mm. point I mean on the forum there's mm. what a hundred plus pages talking about it yeah absolutely you,
5: you can't move for Sam Fred's it's just
3: like oh and even you know the the Sam in or out polls that we're oh, doing in yeah. and out shaky all about polls that we're doing at the start of the season it's like just commit to him or <laughs> TC's right commit to him or don't commit to him mm. because it doesn't help anyone sick of talking about it I'm sick of you talking about it <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I just, I let's really talk about something we, we've had quite a nice chat about it let's yeah, talk yeah, about something much, else I, I feel positive now
2: after chatting to TC <laughs> what are you watching tonight uh, on TV uh, I, I'm, well I'm going to get into Game of Thrones oh yeah it starts yeah I haven't watched episode one. Uh. Just go. Just
3: go straight to this one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Series five, oh, wow. wherever it is. Um, right. What oh, else yeah. should we? we no, that? that's we're, it. Now, we're aren't done. not we? We're, we're done. done. We're Come done. on, mate. Cheer up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, city away at the weekend. I mean, recent years it's been a, a guaranteed three points. Uh, Rio, where do you stand on how many we'll lose by this weekend? Uh, it should
5: be four. four. <laughs> An out form city side. Us with uh, Colton up front. Lumbering alone, solitary up. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> I totally forgot about Sacco's injury. Meaning Sacco's out, and Valencia Orson might be Shurt
5: back. Oh. Amble, long one wing. Uh, we're talking the four minimum. You
3: funny if he played the youth. When we look at, <laughs> <it. laughs> yeah, I know. He goes, oh, it this out. would be a good chance to play the youth. You Gets banked twenty nil. Yeah. I oh, watch. I tell you what, this is off subject, but um, there's a documentary called Next Goal Wins about. It's from last year, I think, about the American Samoa team who lost thirty-one nil to Australia, yeah. and it's it's a brilliant documentary. You should watch it. It's just inspiring because they got new this Dutch coach in who took them over, and they then they start their qual. They followed them during their World Cup qualifying campaign. It's really good. Uh, right. Next goal wins. I've heard that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really good. Good. So, City back on topic. City away. One-one. Uh, <laughs> that would literally be that's the best I mean, what odds do you get for that 75 to 1 mate yeah. Cole
3: it'll be his final swan song Every at one, the end it? of it it'll, in the 90th minute it'll just he will just there. ascend to heaven it'll score a hatcher and ascend to heaven I was thinking on Saturday like if he scores but scored, his knees will stay on the pitch <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't know his knees up here
2: just like a beam of light through the clouds and he just, he just elevates off yep I'll say any goal he scores now is going to be his last goal for this club, isn't it? Oh. Any goal it, that that header on Saturday. If we'd just got a second goal, it would have just killed it
3: rather than like, rather than all that misery. What they should have done is just like <laughs> gone one up and just shook, everyone shook hands, and said game over. <laughs> <That'd> <laughs> no one nice. wants to sit through this shit. For rest, <laughs> rest
2: of it for okay. Another eighty minutes. Well, there's still a few games left, <laughs> all to play for, as you said last week. Man, so away. Yeah then keep your heart away yeah that'll be good anyway thank you very much Rio for joining us no problem thank you I much. hope you've uh, have you feel a little bit better about it now usually oh I better? felt great
5: after yeah. the TC conversation yeah. now we've yeah. just been brought back down to work yeah, again yeah. after the yeah. um I
2: oh, yeah.
3: can't go ascending to heaven <laughs> Yes. <Yeah. laughs>
2: okay Rio's <laughs> emotional about it <laughs> <laughs> it's alright big guy <laughs> yeah. uh, James thank you very much <laughs> thank you uh, you follow James on Twitter on Long As one Rio you're on Twitter at Rio Barlow Rio Barlow We always make the gag not to be confused with Gary Barlow. So, it's natural to do it again. Other Barlow. Deirdre Barlow. Ken Barlow. Any more Barlows? No? No. Good. And you follow myself, Chris? (laughs) Barlow, Jungle Book. (laughs) Very good. Uh, (laughs) But he would be good to follow, I'd imagine, Barlow. Into the Jungle. Feel like it after Saturday. Uh, Uh, you can follow myself, Chris at CJ Skull S-C-U-L-L on Twitter you can also follow Graham Howlett K-U-M-B-D-O-T-C-O-M and you can go on the Needs of Mother Round Facebook group and the Needs a Mother Round forum subscribe on iTunes rate it on iTunes be favourable yes give it a rating Yeah, why not hey be nice we've got City away so we'll speak to you after that on the weekend in the meantime go on you